0: i just hit i just hit mine (laughs) me too
1: (laughs) but that's just the beginning because we also have a backup and we are going to bring in this guy as our backup uh and chris i would like to introduce introduce you to craig hello craig now
0: recording oh
2: all
1: right Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Social Climbers, the podcast for me and my friend Rocco climbed the ladder of social media all the way from our friend Brad up to Katy Perry. I'm Jeremy. I'm Rocco. Hi Rocco. Uh, we haven't recorded one of these in four weeks. How you doing? Is that true? It's pretty true. Yeah, I think it's been about four weeks since we recorded one. I swear to God it's been two weeks, but okay. I believe well, you. No, I think, it's, I think it's been four. How you been? We haven't spoken in four weeks. How are you?
2: I got my sleep schedule back on track, so that's a good thing, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. It means you fall asleep on our movie nights. Yep. Yep. So, we have an exciting, exciting, exciting thing this week. Normally, this show uh, was about Twitter, but today this show is not about Twitter. Today this show is about branching out and bringing in someone from from a different uh piece of social media because that that long sentence i say at the beginning of episodes never mentions twitter it mentions social social media you know uh so we went to instagram and brought in uh my friend uh chris is
0: here hello chris how are you doing Hi Jeremy, I'm doing well. Hello Rocco, nice to be here with both of you.
1: Hello, hello. Yeah, it's great. You're you're here. You are on Instagram. You have you are at, at uh, puppets by Palmieri. You have one thousand two hundred and fifty five followers. How's that going?
0: It's going really well. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's been really fun. Uh, I've actually had a pretty significant increase recently due to TikTok. Where yeah, I, I was going to say hit, two yeah.
1: days ago when I asked you to be on, you had twenty five less followers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it has it has gone up a little bit, Um, but uh, TikTok's been it's been really fun. I've kind of been trying to branch from one to the other because, you know, you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. So I wasn't like seven fifty when I started this sort of like campaign to uh, get TikTok followers over to Instagram. And that's Mm -hmm. gone up to over twelve hundred now in about, I guess, a month and a half. And basically the promise I made was. That when I hit a thousand followers on Instagram, I will go live and do an improvised musical with puppets and royalty-free music um, <laughs> for about ten minutes, and then do like twenty or thirty minutes of Q and A and puppet interaction. And so yeah. that happened, and I'm going to be doing that uh, on Wednesday, so two days from now.
1: Oh, damn. oh, damn! What time are you doing it on Wednesday? Nine thirty PM, nine thirty PM
0: Eastern Standard oh. Time.
1: 9 30 p.m eastern standard time correct perfect because this episode is coming out on wednesday oh awesome if anyone listens to this the day that it goes up over at uh puppets by palmary uh if you want to spell that for people
0: p-u-p-p-e-t-s-b-y-p-a-l-m-i-e-r-i
1: so if you go over there on instagram and it's uh 9 30 eastern time you can watch him live doing a musical with Royalty royalty if oh fuck what a word swirl there you <laughs> yeah, go puppets that's it i'm just so excited about how this is like a same day promotion that we're doing now on this yeah show. that's kind of fun it makes us feel like a real show
0: yeah that's really that's really that's really fun yeah i'm happy about that
1: uh so rocco i feel like there's something i should tell you about me and chris's relationship right oh, off the bat oh. that i i don't want you to get too intimidated right. here chris and i go way back way it. way back um uh, mm-hmm. and he is actually uh I, I hate to tell you this now uh, live on air uh, he is the first person i did a podcast with
0: uh-huh. it's true it's true okay, we, we did like 30 episodes i think
1: yeah we you did guys we did this is
0: funny
2: you guys talked a lot yesterday and you decided we're gonna play a trick on Rocco.
1: oh no very funny is- this is true this was in 2008 or 7 which one was it would have
0: been it would have been seven because 2008 was my senior year of high school and we all started talking my junior year which means we've been talking we've been friends for almost 15 years
1: oh yeah yeah it's been a long time
0: (laughs) over 10 years that's for sure
1: so yeah i don't i just didn't want you to get too intimidated rocco but uh uh, about 13 years ago Oh, okay well about 13 years ago okay we did cjab online radio (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which oh my god stood uh, for uh the Chris, c jeremy and something oh i bet you can guess the b i don't think you can guess the a but i bet you can guess the b
2: um brad yes yeah <laughs> little little 13 year old version of brad <laughs> Yeah. that is so
0: funny uh, the, and the A was
1: the a was for anthony but we well, i haven't spoken to anthony in a very long time i lost touch with him unfortunately yeah, Don't Anthony's
0: a cool guy. We we he'll st- we'll still like like each other's stuff on Facebook once in a while, mm-hmm. and then I think the last time I really talked to him, he uh, came to New York with his mom. Um, oh, cool! And we made a video, but that was that was like seven or eight years ago at this point.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, a long time so, ago.
0: Yeah, even that was a long time ago. Even though it was a lot more recent than those good old internet days.
1: Yeah, I think. If I dig hard enough in my closet, I'm pretty sure I can find a C jab online radio t-shirt. Those were the best. I oh love that we we, we
0: we figured out that you could make t-shirts where you just like <laughs> like you know, the way it is like with Teespring or whatever it is. Like you yeah, just you know. we, we,
1: learned, we learned about like made to order t-shirts. So Yeah, and so oh, nobody God.
0: ever bought them except we bought our own t-shirts so we could have them. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it was That's just, incredible. It was just the four of ours faces on it with C-Jab Online Radio written, I think both above and below it. What Which is, f- you know, that's branding. Yeah. Um, you
2: guys started a podcast, did 30 episodes, made your own t-shirts just for yourselves and then canceled it?
1: <laughs> yeah. That is what happened. <laughs> I don't think it was so much canceled as it just kind of stopped. I cannot remember why C-Jab Online Radio uh, ended. We
0: were doing it regularly. I think we kept to a pretty regular schedule. You know, we were all making our own little videos and we were talking a lot. I mean, we had a few there were a few like 24 hour Skype calls where people came (laughs) in and out. But like the call was going on for 24 hours (laughs) um, or more, probably. And uh, and so we were all pretty excited making stuff. A lot. I knew I was making like multiple YouTube videos a week. Um,
1: yeah. Same. And
0: so I think we were going regularly for a while. And then I think there were a couple of like, we got to like 28 or 29. So we were like, hey, we should just get to 30. I think there was some sense of like, let's get to 30 and have like a special and then call it. There, I mean, it's, uh, you know, some of it's pretty cringy. I went back and listened yeah, to you, some you, of it.
1: You said you listened to it a little more recently. I haven't heard it in at least ten years. That might be for
0: uh, the best. It's all still online. Um Is it? Shit. Yeah, I don't know it's how I of- found it. <laughs> Jeremy, I think you host it somewhere. Like it's on like oh, Media.
1: Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes, um, it used to be
0: there's some I mean we had like a bunch of we had these like stereotypical like Jewish characters like oh no <laughs> like we were like hello I'm doing an accent and it was just really? like okay maybe not so funny anymore <laughs> but we were actual children so at least yeah yeah
2: <laughs> like stop stop
0: stop revealing I, I have no
2: idea we're no, it's, gonna get fun. Canceled. Just, it's just really Oh dude funny. it's crazy my my brother my brother told me about a videotape from when I was, like, 8 or 9, probably. No, probably, like, 10 or 11. And I would, like, make videos with my friends on, like, a camcorder. <laughs> my brother found the videotape. He, like, called me, and he's, like, laughing so hard. He's like, dude, you'll never believe this videotape. And I was like, I don't even want to know what's on it. Destroy it right now. <laughs> oh, the videotape, <laughs> Destroy
1: man. the tape. I think there's only two memories that I have of CJAB Online Radio, like, distinct memories. And it was one time I remember... There was a, a part where we were, t- we like talked about our now mutual friend, but before that back then was more just like a person we kind of looked up to uh, Robert, our friend, Robert. Yeah. I remember we talked about him for like five minutes and then uh, I think Anthony was editing it and he cut out all of it except for your mentioning of, okay guys, come on, let's stop talking about Robert now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Uh, and then I remember, um, uh, we planned on trying to do a musical episode, and then that just fell apart, and we never did it.
0: Oh, man. Well, that's, that's funny, given that I'm doing a musical, uh, I guess, today, if you're listening to it. The yeah, time today, the if you're listening to it up, again. Yeah. Which oh, I, need to, I need to do some prep for that. I um, It's gonna... also kind
2: of ahead of its time, right, for the, music, the musical gimmick
0: yeah i, I mean pod- i think podcasts this, in general too yeah this was before everybody had a podcast you know like uh and it wasn't there wasn't really any way i mean how did we even we just had the audio file on a website and we would post it like in a couple of like the forums that we were on and
1: yeah i don't think there was like an rss feed or anything i think it was just here's the mp3 everybody
0: yeah exactly and i think we had did we have a youtube channel for it or did we all just upload some stuff to our each youtube channel's
1: Oh, we might have had a YouTube channel that I forgot about. Let me look yeah. it up. Oh, yeah, look God. it up because I don't
0: remember. Um, if
1: we, I, th- I know we did a few
0: like everyone oh, shoots their a part. <laughs>
1: Yeah! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, we made
0: videos together. With I the, love that.
1: Yeah, I remember um, one where
0: we were all like telepathically communicating.
1: But yeah, I feel like I edited. To find, we kept f- trying to find new ways for four kids that were in various parts of the country that, to make videos together. yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to find a way. There was a lot of phone calls and telepathy.
0: We were we were in I was in New Jersey, Brad was in Michigan, and then Jeremy and Anthony were like 6 hours apart in California. Yeah, so you we, two we we met were in California like,
1: but separate parts.
0: You two met first, I think, right? Of all of us?
1: Um yeah, yes. I think yeah. well because I think I met Anthony first because I went and stayed at his house. Yeah. One day, like my parents drove me up there, but it was also the that exact same weekend. Brad came and stayed a night because he was he like had, he's always had family in L. A. So he was visiting L. A. And then his parents drove him up there too, and the three of us stayed the night. Uh, oh
0: I must have been so jealous. <laughs> like I must <laughs> have been like my friends.
1: I, I'm pretty sure we Skype called you uh, one time, and I think I remember us doing a podcast, or an episode of jab in his bedroom that I don't think ever <laughs> got released. <laughs>
0: C-jab. oh yeah maybe did you guys do it just the three of you or did we do it where i was on skype and the three of you were all together
1: i think we called you also yeah i, I think mean so it can't too. be c jab without the c yeah it's just jab
0: <laughs> and we had uh oh, we gosh. had nick on for a while too we had nick on a few episodes
1: oh right yeah
0: he's a great guy as well
1: so i just just wanted to get that out for you Rocco. we have this history so don't be intimidated by my podcast past once again i am intimidated. <laughs>
2: Well, we never even made shirts our show did more than double that number of oh
1: yeah episodes and rock and made... i had a show before this one and we never made shirts
0: well i guess you need to make some shirts for this one because uh you know i want to make shirts sure for the last one. Uh, we had another one our first episode was like something about like a safari or something and we had another shirt where it was like a picture i think maybe you made it or brad made it jeremy where it was like all of us on like the Savannah and it was just like different pictures from our social media. So it was like, I do remember that. It did not look like we were together at all. That sounds like a very funny shirt.
1: What I remember most about that is that whoever made it, it might've been Brad. Um, they, they tried to get our proportions right. Like height wise. Um, but the picture of Anthony they used, he was like crouched on one, on one leg, but they still made him the height he would be if he was standing up straight. So he looked gigantic.
0: (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you were, like, the next, because you are the next tallest, but yeah. as a result, it was like you were much closer to the camera, and you were filming us. Wasn't it, like, a picture of you filming something with a camera?
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah, that was a weird. And then, like, just 13-year-old <laughs> Brad. <laughs> just child and, uh, brad yeah oh. it was because he was like the youngest of our group but my feeling on it because i was i was one of the oldest and i was like well yeah. he's, he's my brother's age right i talked to my brother why can't i talk to this kid <laughs> like I, yeah you know to be,
1: and, and to help to give to your credit you had a buffer of me and anthony who were much closer to your age
0: yeah it was a nice middle ground it wasn't just me and yeah. brad although eventually i mean you know and but it was uh brad was also he was wise beyond his years for sure of course as he still is
1: He still is. Brad, if you're listening to this, you're wise beyond your years. We love you, Brad, and I miss you. Brad Miss. (laughs) Every once in a while, he'll
0: text me Chris Miss, like my name, and then the word Miss, (laughs) meaning he misses me. (laughs) And so then I'll text him Brad Miss.
1: Has he ever done it on Christmas?
0: Never. wow. Specifically, I I think that might be on purpose.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. What Hmm. can you say,
0: though? Um... Yeah, so thanks for having me. I, I love uh, yeah. talking. It's really nice to catch up with, with you, Jeremy, and nice to meet you for the it first nice. time, Rocco. Yes, of course.
1: Yeah, Rocco, anything We've you want to say spoken. that would sell yourself I... on him? Hmm? Anything you want to say that would really sell you to him so, to make him like you more? What would make him like me more? Hmm,
0: let me I already it. like you a lot, so you could mess this up. Just keep that in <laughs> oh, mind.
1: Well,
2: so say something that doesn't make him like me
1: less. Yeah or neutral he has to like you more after you say it yeah if okay, it's neutral okay, okay. it has to neutral, like me more after i said okay okay he okay. Yeah. has to like me
2: more okay um hmm i like
0: mario party 3. hey you know what i like mario party 3 too that's a point in your favor <laughs>
2: all right you it worked it. can't you go wrong it. with
1: that chris Sorry, you do nice. puppets
0: I do puppets, yeah. I do do puppets. Yeah. Do do puppets.
1: You do you do do puppets. You do have a puppet from hey, a there's toilet. There's a do do puppet in a uh, dogma.
0: Yes, there is. <laughs> um, I actually do have a toilet puppet. I have a toilet that I put eyes on. It's a real toilet that yeah. I use, but I put eyes on it sometimes for videos. Rago had a
1: question. I think you just answered it, but Rago had a question about that.
0: What was the question? Do you ever use it while it's a puppet?
1: No because
0: all <laughs> Good, I do that would be
2: evil I think.
0: Yeah, I have to so what all I do is put um I have two rolls of tape that I just prop these big googly eyes on on top of the lid. And uh and so I have to take I, could, I couldn't open the toilet if those were on there. They would just fall off like they're not attached or anything.
1: <laughs> oh, that it's I I would have thought they were attached cuz you make it talk too, so you know. Yeah, they
0: there's a couple of outtakes where um the eyes have just like tumbled off because I got too, too uh, excited
1: with the lip sync. She got t- the or she, right? Is it toilet? She, tina, Tina to the toilet. That's tina right. Toilet. Yeah. She gets I, too excited and her mouth opens too wide and her eyes fall off. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which, you know, that happens. That happens to the best yeah. of us. Um, yeah. So I, I've been a professional uh, film TV and stage puppeteer for almost 10 years since, since um you, the last time, oh my gosh, was this the, the last time we were actually together in person, Jeremy, was the first Year at uh, my first professional puppetry job. And so I've been doing oh, that. Really? Um, yeah, because I was at the dinosaur park. I work at this uh, dinosaur park with these large mechanical dinosaur puppets in New Jersey. And uh, mm-hmm. that was my first professional puppet gig. And that was my first year um, doing that. So I had been doing it just myself for um, like maybe six months prior to that. And then I got that job. And then I took a week off to go to Michigan and film a feature film with a $1,500 budget with a bunch of. Uh, weirdos from the internet
1: but uh late teen early 20s <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i would have been like 21 about yeah, turn 22 w- oh
1: god it was 2012 it was the summer of 2012 so it i was. was i had just turned 20 so
0: yeah i have such a fond <laughs> memory of that whole experience that summer i love obviously i love that job i still work there nine years later um you know not as much all the time sometimes i have other gigs but they're always happy to have me and uh and I actually do all the training and puppetry maintenance there as well. Um, oh, cool. But that was my first summer there. And I love that job. And then getting to go work with you guys. That was one of the best weeks of my life for sure. And I still remember it really fondly. And I remember I actually have a picture. I had because I brought a bunch of my puppets just to have fun with you guys um, yeah. to the, to the shoot. And I have a picture from that afternoon because I, I left from work to get on a, an overnight bus, which that's the only thing I regret is I should have just paid the extra 200 bucks and flown and have like two old extra days with you guys. Um, yeah, but I got on the bus after work. And so I had all my puppets with me and I have this picture posed in front of the dinosaur park with. Uh, this guy Myron, who was our lead puppeteer, and Noel McNeil, who was the puppeteer for Bear from Bear in the Big Blue House, who worked with oh, us sweet. for a couple of years, oh, yeah. Damn. And we have this picture of the three of us with my puppets. That's crazy. And that that photo uh, always meant a lot to me. And it was immediately preceding the week that I had such a great time with all of you. So um, yeah, yeah, really special summer that I'll always really uh, look fondly upon.
1: It is wild. I, I never really thought about it, but it is it is crazy that 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 uh, period of time was only one week, and I remember probably all of it <laughs> like oh yeah yeah i remember
0: yeah. like everything and i mean seeing these old pictures it was so much fun it was
1: mm-hmm. uh back when in our apartment with no uh wall furnishings or furniture in general <laughs> just like but, a couch and a chair dude in your early 20s though that was awesome like that was yeah. like a
0: cool apartment you know what i mean whereas yeah, now it it's like hang spot.
2: yeah exactly i mean essentially you guys got to go to like a summer camp for a week
0: yeah yeah but-
2: like, so in I, terms of, like, you know, completely out of your element with people that you don't normally hang out with.
0: Yeah, and it was cool that we we all knew each other for a few years before that from Skype and stuff. And a few of us had met, but it, uh, it was cool to get that sense of, like, because I think, Jeremy, that was our... Is that the only time we've ever actually hung out in person?
1: I think that that's... Uh, with a handful of people, that is the only time I've ever hung out with them. I think it was the only time I've ever uh, physically been close to you. Mm. Uh, I think it's been the only time I've been uh, physically near... I don't think I've ever seen Robert since then. Um, gosh, have I seen Connor since then? I don't know. I've seen
0: Connor think, since yeah. then. Connor huh. came to New York once. It's nice living oh, nice. in a city that people like to visit. So yeah. sometimes <laughs> that happens. Um, yeah, I hung out with Connor. I think just the... I feel like it was a second time, but I, I think it was just that one other time. And then I saw Robert. Robert and I had seen each other one time before that he came to and stayed with me for a few days, like almost five days, I think um, hmm. in New York in my first apartment, um, like two years before that, three years before that, maybe. And then I saw him once since, cause I was on tour with um, the stage show of Jim Henson's dinosaur train. And we went to Austin where he used to live. And I saw him
1: there. And okay, that was that, the last also, time I saw him. That confirms something to me that I was, I was going to ask you about, cause I wasn't sure. I was pretty sure you had been in a production th- that had Henson in the name. <laughs>
0: yes
1: yeah what was that like how did that go
0: it was really cool um that was the the, that show ran um two years the first and i only i was on the original cast for the first year i did not go back the second year uh because it didn't time out with a couple of other things i was working on Mm. um but and i also to be honest that as much fun as i had on that tour it also really showed me that i don't really like touring um Mm -hmm. i have a hard time being away from like a home base for like months at a time and uh you know, I I have pets and people that are close to me and my family. And uh, it's also difficult being out of the city. You're not auditioning. You're not um, kind of there for the opportunities that come up. So you're kind of just in this bubble. And also most touring productions don't pay as much as I can make freelancing here because, you know, I can always take more work. I can get a full-time job and then work on my days off here. Whereas when you're touring, you're kind of just stuck. Mm -hmm. Unless, you know, maybe I could build a puppet or do some voiceover work on the road. But even that's unideal so but i had a great time um john tartaglia was the director and he uh among a lot of things he originated the roles of um uh princeton and oh god what's the other character's name rod avenue q princeton in avenue q
1: oh okay. oh okay yeah
0: yeah he was the um orig- in the original cast of that and he was the director and he was amazing and the puppets were built by the henson creature shop which was really cool and uh i met some people That's on awesome. there yeah, they're really neat. And um, I'm still I'm still friends with them to this day. And then the other experience, like the Henson adjacent experience I've had was that the uh, TV show I worked on, Snug's House for Universal yes. Kids. That was not a Henson production, but um, Puppet Heap, which is the puppet building house that builds the Muppets now for Disney, huh. built that puppet as well. So I got to go there a couple times times um, and see a bunch of half built Muppets and put Fozzie on and put on a Miss Piggy head and stuff. And it was really cool.
1: <laughs> uh, I have a question about Snug's house. How many uh, episodes did that run for?
0: So it was um, initially shot as an interstitial show. So if you watch on, on like live or not live, but if you watch on national TV, it comes on, we do like 90 second sketches oh, okay. um, during commercial breaks, mm-hmm. but then they put it, they made it into, we shot three 11 minute specials. And then they made like 28 10 minute episodes out of a bunch of the interstitial segments we'd shot. Okay. So altogether there was like 30 or 31 episodes that they ended okay. up putting together. So
1: we that, shot that, that
0: over the course of two years.
1: Okay. I think that answers my confusion because when you like, when you just Googled the show, it says it has uh, a good chunk of episodes, but on the IMDb it only mentions the three
0: that's That's because i I made the imdb oh nobody no nobody is i don't know who i'm so (laughs) internally grateful and i love them but nobody's like on that and i was like look i'm on national tv i want my imdb to reflect that (laughs) so i like put it all together and submitted it and i wasn't gonna go it's really annoying on tv you have to go episode by episode so i just did the episodes that like had big guests in them like the wiggles and uh and Jimmy Fallon and Dolly Parton and stuff. Cause I thought that would, you know, I was like, Oh, someone else will see that and fix it. And nobody yeah. ever has, <laughs>
1: uh, out of those three, who was your favorite, uh, Dolly Parton, Jimmy Fallon or the Wiggles? Oh, that's really hard to say. Uh, um, <laughs> I
0: know my answer. I love all of them. They were, they were, they were all really <laughs> cool. Uh, wait, Rocco, what's your answer? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's a good choice. <laughs> She's definitely up there. Um, I got to spend the most time with the Wiggles cause we shot, we did a, uh, a live stream with them actually so it was oh, 20 cool. minutes that that we shot and there was a bunch of we shot some other sort of stuff on the on the en- either end of that and then um we just had a lot of hangout time they were a lot more like they weren't as pressed for time as the guests normally were like we had like 20 minutes with jimmy fallon mm-hmm. um and it was great but you know 20 minutes to shoot a 90 second sketch there's a certain amount of pressure there
1: yeah that's that's, um, that's really fast <laughs> that's not a lot of time. yeah we would do we would
0: often do 10 takes of things and on that i think we did two takes I wow. think we did a run through two times and like that's especially like, you know, with puppetry, it's like, oh, I just didn't look where I had to look or oh, I just my rod messed up or oh, this or mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like there's so many technical things that can go wrong. So to just be like, I have to just be present to this moment and get it because they're going to sh- they're going to air whatever I put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Dolly has a really special place in my heart because we did spend like an hour and a half with her. We shot an 11 minute. So I'll, we shot about seven or eight minutes of an 11 minute special with her Okay, oh, yeah. um, in an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So, again, one or two takes. Yeah. And but she was uh, so incredibly kind. Um, My first experience with her was she came into the room. We were shooting a scene, just her and I. And she's like, well, now I don't have my glasses, so you're going to have to tell me what to say. And I was like, oh, okay. So, we go over the script together. And the script is about her reading to Snug because Snug doesn't know how to read yet. Oh. <laughs> so, it was this really weird, like, thing where I was, and I was, like, kind of a little bit guiding her, which was, I was like, you're the major superstar. Why am I? But it was really cool. Um, We did that. And then uh, another scene we were shooting, and she was just looking down and smiling at me before we started shooting. And I was like, hey. And she was like, oh, I'm just... You know, looking at you and thinking of when I worked with Jim Henson and Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. I mean, you guys do so much work down there. I just think that you're wonderful. And I was like,
1: that's fucking that's incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that sentence coming from that person about those people and lumping me in with that. That was, uh, yeah. And then the final,
2: yeah, that's like, a. that's gotta be like the greatest moment of your life. (laughs) Yeah. That's,
1: that's, (laughs) I'm like beaming over here about how cool that is. Like.
0: I was too, man. I mean, it was a wild time. And then um, the last scene, uh, I was kind of sort of craning my neck to get out of the shot. Because a lot of time, you know, puppeteers, our job is to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like, oh, you can rest your head on my legs if you need to. (laughs) And so there I was laying my head on Dolly Parton's legs to get out of the shot. (laughs) And then uh, between takes, she was running her fingers through my hair. (laughs) It was uh, it was really, really wonderful. So that was, in terms of just stories, uh, she was just...
1: Yeah, um, after all that, I can't believe your answer wasn't Dolly Parton. Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, I'm saying, I think it was. I <laughs> okay. think it was. But I would
0: feel bad not, you know, I want to, like, you know, sing the praises of everybody. Because there right. was a lot of cool... I mean, you know, it's like, oh, they say it's on Kustin Aindrop, but these were really cool experiences. Um
2: I mean, that's, yeah, that's like the name drop of the sentence. I want Dolly Parton to come watch a movie with me and then turn to me in the middle of the movie and say, you know, I've watched movies with Quentin Tarantino (laughs) and Spike Lee, but
0: you're better
2: than all of (laughs) them at watching movies.
0: (laughs) It was (laughs) was really a dream come true. Um And the one last thing I'll say about her was, you know, she had, uh, you know, her people there and Mm -hmm. we were only supposed to have her for an hour. And so the hour came and they were like, "Okay, Dolly's got to go. And we hadn't shot everything yet. You know, like we Uh needed to do one more take of what we had just shot. And then like another scene. And she was like, no, I don't want to do this halfway. This is important. We can make time. And she stayed for another 30 minutes and shot. And um, it, the whole special was to promote her charity, which is the Imagination Library, where oh. any kid, they don't check with you or anything. You just you sign up and they'll send you an age-appropriate book every month for a year. So you have Ooh, a library wow. at the end of it. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was That's really sweet. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was awesome. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of great stories from that show. I mean, the Wiggles, I remember I was thinking about visiting sydney the following year and he was like they were like oh gee chris is gonna be visiting sydney next year he's gonna come out we're gonna have to say (laughs) hi like you know they were all so excited and they were really nice um and you know i didn't have a i was a little old for them when they became really popular yeah and uh and so i um kind of researched them a bit more before working with them and you know i didn't realize that they had really changed children's music in a way um they were because really before them a lot of almost all children's music was sit down and listen to me sing about what i think you want to hear yeah and the the four original guys only one of them is still in the group but um they were all early childhood education majors who were also musicians so they approached it with this philosophy of like you have to sing about things that they care about and they have to have a job to do and they're part of this. That's mm-hmm. like a really important part of all of their songs at a psychological and like developmental level is that you have to give them a job to do. And that's something that really affected me and my work with children, because it's very easy to be like, I'm an actor, I'm a puppeteer, I'm a singer, whatever it is, and I'm doing a show and God, I'm stuck in children's theater and these kids, they wouldn't shut up. And it's like, okay, occasionally you do have a group of kids. It's just unmanageable, but maybe what you need to do is validate those kids and give them something to do
1: Mm -hmm. and remember that you're there for them. Right. Yeah.
0: You're there to serve them. You are serving the audience you have, whether that audience is seniors or kids or all families or adults or whatever it is, you're serving that audience and you need to speak to that audience's needs and their cares. You know, Yeah.
1: even if your audience is 30 people on Twitter. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, so that was really,
0: those were some really fun, uh, really fun moments from the show. We also worked with Isla Fisher. She was really cool. Damn. Yeah. And, you know, it was just kind of funny because knowing that she's married to, uh, oh my God, Sasha Sa- yeah. Baron Cohen. Oh. Yeah. She would just would like be like, oh, my husband something, something. And I was like, "When I mean, your husband Borat, like, you know, like, yeah, I didn't say that, I was like, <laughs> like thinking like. your
1: teeth. Your husband yeah, Borat. I was like. I was, what like, about <laughs> this?
0: Borat's, Borat's wife saying my husband? Yeah. Ah, um, yeah. <laughs> My husband. It's <that's> pretty fun. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, I did not say that at the time, but that's a very funny That's a very funny uh, thing to say as well. Um, well she, she, was, she was really nice. Call her up. Yeah, text her let for her, me. Let her know. You, yeah, let's, let's call her. <laughs> I got you. Um, with Jimmy Fallon, what was cool is that we shot on the same floor as The Tonight Show. We were in um, Rockefeller Center because uh, it was an NBC. Universal Kids is owned by NBC. Yeah. So I saw, you know, a lot of guests sort of in passing like a lot of celebrities which was kind of neat and then um one time after we would shot together i saw him passing in the hall i was like just me and him i was just like hey jimmy he was like hey and uh <laughs> i was like i don't think he knew exactly who i was because i didn't have the puppet we weren't on the set mm-hmm. but i do think he knew that he knew me that's kind of the vibe i got <laughs> right? from, like, from his hey you know I, what i mean
1: i can understand I guess i've had that with people where you look at them and you go i know who you are but i can't for the life of me remember your name right now <laughs> like
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. and I think that was that was more than enough. I
1: have me with Jeremy almost
2: every day. Yeah, yeah.
1: I have to tell. Well, where Roc- do I know you from? I have to tell Rocco my name every time we meet up. It's like just so you know, I'm. Jeremy. I knock on the front door and he opens it. and I'm like, Ah,
0: God, I don't. Uh,
1: what is it? Yeah, that must be helpful.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, Jeremy, we did see each other again. We, we saw did? each other when I was on gym, We saw each other when I was on dinosaur train. I went. We went to Detroit. and I, so I hung out with you and Dustin. What? What? Fuck! Fuck! When was that? <laughs> Wait. It was like 2000, it would have been like 2000, uh, late 2013. It would have been the following year. Okay. It would have been like for, it would have been for like a few hours. Like I, I, cause I was only in Detroit for like maybe a night or two. Right. And so I know I like kind of, It was like sort of a, a packed cause we had like two days of shows at the, is it called the Fox or something? The Fox. yeah. Yeah. We were at the Fox. And then, um, I went to a really awesome, like vegan soul food restaurant and I was newly vegan. So I had never really had like food that was prepared to be like other food mm-hmm.
2: um I've yet 100 been to that restaurant it's great
0: it is right and i was that was like again i had just become vegan and then like went right into being on the road and eating peanuts and like oatmeal and shit <laughs> and like nothing else and we were traveling through mostly small towns so whenever we went to big cities i went to a restaurant and i was like you can have dish, but plants <laughs> like <laughs> i was astounded you know it was so new to me and so i remember i did that and then yeah i think maybe even it was maybe that one night i went to dinner and then i think i uh Went and hung out with you and Dustin for a while.
1: Shit. I, that's, yeah. that sounds like I believe you, but why can I not remember that? God. Well, cause you were
0: living there at the time. So I know, I know that if I saw Dustin, I would have seen you.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know what you I mean? must have. Yeah. You were
0: living together at the time.
1: Actually, we were. Right? In it, we were. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Brad was not there, right? Because no, He would have been going. Uh, yeah. To I
1: think he New had York. left for NYU. even in New point, York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and also NYU, I mean, NYU no, is no cool. offense to you and dustin's relationship but i can't imagine you guys hanging out without me that's what i was
0: thinking too was yeah i mean i love dustin and all but you you and i were always closer so yeah. that's like wild. the only reason that would have happened would be if you were working or something but i know you were the, i remember specifically because i was talking a lot about my uh newly found sort of lifestyle and and what i what that all meant to me and i remember going oh i'm sorry i'm babbling about this so oh, much and you were like no it's okay you've been telling us what you what, what's been going on with you it was winter now i just remember that it was winter.
1: And we met in the city. And there was a building yes. with a bunch of glass, like a big glass wall behind us. <laughs> I remember Right, it. you guys came. You guys, We might have just hung out in the lobby of my hotel. I think we did. I think that's what we did. This yeah. I'm remembering this now. It was dark. Yes. It's back. Yes. That's such a strange feeling. It's back. <laughs>
0: it's that a what weird you're thing. going
1: through right now is such a weird like phenomenon yeah I, yeah i'm just like grabbing onto images like i'm just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so <laughs> fucked up we both like fully <laughs> forgot about that yeah, for like totally the last did. 15 or 20 minutes and then it was like oh yeah we actually did hang out before so wow weird.
1: shit that was okay. so
0: funny all right uh, since then yeah that's funny well we'll have to make that happen again some point
1: yeah, we have to hang out and then forget about it, and then remember seven years later. Yeah, <laughs> in like ten years or eight years, because that now I mean, what it's been
0: seven years. That, seven years yeah. been a while. That I can't believe that tour has been seven years ago. My life is I don't know what's happening. It's like weird when you start to be able to talk about your adult life not only in uh, spans of more than five years but more than ten years. Right. Yeah, that's gross. a weird. Like, oh, I'm really in this now.
1: Yeah, I've I've had thoughts like that recently. Like, oh, oh, I'm like clearly remembering things as if they were recent but they were six years ago like
0: yeah yeah because you just your brain's like well i was a grown-up and i haven't been a grown-up for that long so that right. must be recent and you're like oh wait i've been a grown-up for 12 years oh no <laughs> 12 yeah, years a grown-up yeah 12 years of grown-up i haven't i oh, guess God. i haven't been a grown-up longer than i've been a kid yet so that's helpful
1: <laughs> it's true once you pass that threshold once you hit the age of 37 then you're, then you're done 37 yeah yeah, yeah. That would be No, I'm just just kidding. I thought you were checking my math. I was about to f- I was
2: being clerks. Oh. Think I was being clerks.
1: Um. Just being clerks. Was being clerks. Is that a line Is that a line from Clerks? Yeah, 37. Are you shitting me? That's like the whole movie Clerks. Oh, I haven't seen Clerks. What
0: the fuck? Have you not seen it, really?
1: Uh, I don't think I've seen Clerks.
0: I actually don't think I've seen it either, to be honest with yeah. you. What in the God's name? Yeah, I know. It's it's
2: on
1: the list. The thing right, is, the it, list... I'm
2: moving along to the... Uh, so, uh, 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 this is a, a segment we do on every episode of the show. Uh, ask a puppet expert very, very specific questions about puppetry.
1: Wow. This is a great segment. We do it with every guest. We do it with
2: every guest, and nobody ever answers the questions.
0: Let's get into it, you guys. I want to hear your questions.
2: Okay, so... You said... These are going to be very um, specific <laughs> and, and 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 detailed questions that probably are only going to be entertaining to me, the asker. But I'm very, very curious to what the answers are. Oh, awesome. So you said earlier uh, something about a bad rod inside a puppet. Do you are you like constantly going through and, and, and swapping out like uh, the skeleton of the puppet, like with like newer? I'm saying like a lot because I'm very um, I don't know shit about this. <laughs> Um, but basically,
0: yeah, you get what I'm saying, right? I get what you're saying, yeah. So, um, yes, uh, basically, there's a phrase in the puppet world, puppets break. It's the only thing we can count on them to do. <laughs> if you build a puppet that's supposed to do a thing, okay, this puppet's supposed to talk, right? Or this puppet's supposed to wave, or this puppet's supposed to do a dance or juggle or whatever it is it's built to do. You cannot count on that puppet doing that. You can only count on it to break. It will break. <laughs> um, It's what they do. I've had puppets break during shows i had uh the puppet i worked on jim henson's dinosaur train was a 20 foot tall uh puppet it was the body was inflatable but the head was this big uh mechanized thing and so it was so heavy that we had 75 pounds of weight in the tail to counterbalance it and it was built around like like basically like a, a, a middle point so i could like you know swing it up and down and side to side and all that the uh the speed rails that were holding the midpoint came loose during a show where we were in Atlanta, and a bunch of people from the Center for Puppetry Arts were in the audience. And it started sliding, and so I was now trying to hold the weight, in supposed to having it be balanced. And it just ended up I ended up letting it go. And basically, what happened is this dinosaur, this giant dinosaur, goes tail down, head straight up. I'm out of the puppet, <laughs> uh, and I just am slipping the feet off and shrugging while the track, because it was pre-recorded with the voices from the cartoon. Mm -hmm. just going on uh beyond me um you know my that's a big thing we had uh a couple other examples i'll tell you is um at the dinosaur park where i also work with big mechanized dinosaur puppets i've had multiple jobs doing this um kind of a niche within a niche within a niche uh Mm -hmm. i'm i like i said i'm the lead puppeteer there so i'm in charge of i do all the training for the new puppeteers uh and i also do all the maintenance for all the puppets and between we have one big t-rex we have two uh, baby dinosaur puppets and then we have three puppets that I built for the Halloween show and then like 37 puppets that we that I built for a black light puppet show and so wow. we have what that's like 42 or 43 puppets altogether that I was in charge of overseeing and I, if you were to look at my I put in like a detailed puppet report every day every day and you know there were major breaks Um, i have to know
1: really quick sorry to interrupt does it say that at the top of the page detailed puppet report it just says puppet report but yeah
0: (laughs) it is very detailed yeah 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 so i would put that in every day and you know some of it was just like i tightened all the screws you know i i did, i touched up the paint on this or that and then some of it was oh the mouth mechanism broke and i had to take the whole thing apart and replace it's a bike brake mechanism on this big t-rex that's how it works is you uh, squeeze a bike brake to close the mouth and you release it to open wow. for example oh, and so there's that and then even on the soft like muppet style puppets um you know snug's eye has popped off um his you know he he's basically uh his head has like a neck sleeve that's about the length of his body and then the body is actually a separate piece and so that's just a safety pin in there and sometimes it would just kind of get long or the safety pin would come off and he starts to look like a giraffe and we have to have that redone um the rod the, the rods that we control the arms with um would uh they would just wiggle out or they would they're it's just copper welding wire you bend them enough and in order to get his hand in different positions you know his hand is always like If you're going to shake hands, that's like where they are naturally. Oh, yeah. Right. And sometimes maybe you want his hands resting on the table. And so rather than trying to bring the rod out all the way to the side, which is hard to hide on camera, you might actually just for that one shot, bend the rod. So his hands are facing down. His palms are down. You do that enough it's going to break. And uh, actually on that show, we did what you really should do on any uh, stage or film production. And we had a puppet wrangler. Uh, This guy named Michael, who was one of the primary builders from Puppet Heap. He was a wonderful guy. And I learned so much working with him. And I did not. My job was to puppeteer. I did not bring the puppet on set on that show. He brought it on set and he put it on my arm. I did the shot and I put my arm up and he would take it off. I would rest my arm (laughs) and any uh, any rigging like where we have to get the puppet to hold a prop. Because remember, Mm -hmm. unless we have those glove handed ones like Cookie Monster, we can't just pick it up. It has to be stuck or sewn or we have to put a rod on the prop. Mm-hmm. Um, all that was his, was his job and any maintenance was his job.
2: That's okay. So that's basically exactly what I was sort of, uh, imagining is like the idea of like people working at a carnival, checking the rides before every yeah day of business or whatever. It's just like regularly scheduled maintenance to make sure that there's no like horrible accident with the puppet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And at the dinosaur park where I'm essentially both the puppet wrangler and the puppeteer, um, i had a checklist for all my other puppeteers every day before every it was like in the morning then before every show then after every show and then at the end of every day this is your checklist (laughs) for what you should do because if i come in and the sound system and the dinosaur is still on because we made all the noises for that uh for that t-rex uh with a it was a microphone fed into a guitar distortion pedal and a subwoofer so any noise you know any like (laughs) <laughs> those kind of things would become deep and big and loud and right. so if you leave that on the battery dies it makes my morning really hectic trying to charge it before a show mm-hmm. and um so it was like that's a checklist just basic stuff you know but of course you know every everything that could go wrong will go wrong
1: right yeah i guess that's you, you know, know who is whose law is that that's some that's murphy's law chris's law chris's law it's chris's law chris's it's law chris's law Uh, So, Chris, as you've mentioned, you've been working at a uh, a dinosaur park for the better part of a decade. Uh, Yeah. Have you you played multiple dinosaurs or have you only uh, done... Do you stick to one or do you uh, dabble in dinosaurs?
0: We've dabbled. We've dabbled. So, at that place, it's a place called Field Station Dinosaurs. There's one in Leonia, New Jersey, and we have a sister park in Derby, Kansas, right outside of Wichita.
2: Mm.
0: Um, So, in both cases, it's in, like, obscure towns right outside of major cities. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Cause I live in, I live in Queens and, um, it's right over the bridge to go to New Jersey, uh, from Manhattan where the one that I work at is for the most part, although I've gone, I've done some work at the Kansas park as well. Um, yeah, so we have a 15 foot long full body mechanical puppet of a juvenile T-Rex. This is what age a T rex uh, what size of T-Rex would be at five years old, okay. um, which is 15 feet long and about seven to eight feet tall, depending mm-hmm. who's inside. And um, that was built by a wonderful company called Monkey Boys Productions, which is in Philadelphia, and they built uh, the puppets for the recent off-Broadway run of Little Shop of Horrors, as well as um, oh wow a bunch of props for like SNL. They built the uh, the podium that Melissa McCarthy used in the uh, Sean Spicer oh. sketch. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they've, they've done a lot of that stuff. They're really cool guys. Um, you can check them out on Instagram as well. They probably have more That's funny. You
2: were, you said SNL, and I was like, I'm. there's no possible way I'm going to know what prop this is. And then you said, like, the one most iconic <laughs> prop that's been on SNL in the last 10 years. Yeah, they, they've
0: built a lot, but that's the one that people would know. Yeah, um, yeah so they built the T-Rex, and uh, we also have two um baby hadrosaur puppets which are like mechanical hand puppets where basically it looks like you're holding this baby so you're kind of uh, playing your it's a little bit like ventriloquism wherein you're playing yourself and a puppet but you're not doing the trick of hiding your lips moving
1: because mm-hmm. um,
0: it doesn't actually make noise but that one those were both built by an australian company called earth e-r-t-h they're awesome as well and then we have um I built a baby Parasaurolophus and a mother Parasaurolophus. Those are both, one was a tabletop puppet, one was a hand puppet. And then I also built an Archaeopteryx for the Blacklight show. So we've done a few different dinosaurs there. And then, um, and Jim Henson's Dinosaur Train, we did, uh, I was a Cryolophosaurus. Mm. So I've done a few dinosaurs.
1: Uh, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite dinosaur you've been? Oh, the T-Rex is my favorite yeah, for sure. Yeah, the T-Rex is um, T Rex is a good one.
0: Yeah, and not just that puppet. I know it so well. I've been, I think conservatively, I've been in that puppet like almost 3,000 times. I think oh, I did Jesus. like friend the numbers Holy recently. Shit. Wow. Yeah, and f- for at least five to ten minutes at a time. Um... So, you know, I know that puppet really well. I could take it apart, put it back together. Yeah, the inside of um, that puppet
1: is basically your home away from home.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I just, I know it's it's to the point where I could be out of it for six months, which I am every, you know, every off season. I don't go in for four to six months. Mm-hmm. And I get in and, like, the endurance has to be built back up again. The stamina, I will get really tired much more quickly because it's 100 pounds mm-hmm. um, that you're wearing on your hips and on your legs. But uh, all the, it just comes right back to me. Basically... Aside, my characters kind of exist my own that i've built and do on like tiktok and instagram and stuff are kind of their own world but puppets that i perform for other people far and away my favorites are the t-rex and snug i just that's the time I, I spend the most time with those and i know them the best and they're like a part of me that i just will always love
1: mm-hmm. that, is, that is awesome that is good I'm excited about this. <laughs> I have uh, thank you. So I uh, that was our segment asking specific questions of, uh, to a puppeteer or something, whatever Rocco said. What did you say, Rocco?
0: <laughs> I think that was pretty much what he said,
1: <laughs> something like that. Do you quote you got it close enough, man. That's I mean that's good. Thank you. Uh, I had another small segment for you, Chris. This is much shorter because it is only one question, uh, and it is also a segment that you might find in other things in the world. You may have played this game before in your past. Uh, but it's called Ooh, Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Okay. So I was gonna do. I wanted to ask you Fuck Mary Kill, uh, Lloyd, your your uh, Cyclops uh, green monster puppet, uh, <laughs> Nelson, another one of your puppets, or the T Rex.
0: Oh no, it's <laughs> just a hard choice. <laughs> okay. I think it's easy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right, did pitch this to Rago before you got here, and he said it seemed oh, like my it God. very easy. Okay. <laughs>
2: I, I have not stopped once
0: uh so we curse on we, we curse on this show. for the last hour and a half wow i love it so we curse on this show i'll curse i'm so used to not cursing because <laughs> I, I, do so much oh, yeah. cursing. I mean that makes sense i do so much i mean i've i will curse i curse in life and of course if i do adult you know i've done plays <laughs> i've done adult uh stuff but uh Guys, you know, i promise like yeah i know but i do a lot of children's stuff obviously so i don't curse there and on tiktok right. uh and instagram i keep it like pg you know i'll yeah. be suggestive or kind of I'll cut a curse word off sometimes uh, mm-hmm. at the end of a thing, Pretty but um, yeah, just because you're basically, you're basically Shrek, you're Shrek. Yeah, I'm Shrek. Basically, I'm Shrek. Shrek. that's, is that what, Shrek that's what I've always wanted to be.
2: <laughs> but to answer Shrek your question, that, right? Shrek's Shrek's PG, but it's like on the level.
0: This is so hard, but I think I would have to. I would. I would fuck Lloyd for okay. sure yeah Um, thank you you know he's he's such a he's a really good soul and he's kind of a wild man and he's also he's my age he's 37 uh he's a little (laughs) older than me actually so i would i would um 37 yeah he's 37 i mean not okay so there's the puppets actual physical age and then there's the uh character's age so he's he's 30 no not 37 he's 34 i'm sorry he's 34 I, i i misspoke He's thirty four. So I would I, I would feel like comfortable with him. So I would I would fuck him. Um I would I would I would
1: uh I would marry the T Rex
0: because yeah, she's my mean, girl I, I feel like you know. that
1: makes sense after hearing you talk about your time with the t-rex i understand that yeah completely. she's <laughs> my she's my
0: girl friday you can find more than one picture of me like nose to nose with her being like she's my girl no one gets in between us <laughs> like you know if i if i date if i date anyone they have to have an understanding about me and t that's
1: good i like um, the loyalty that that makes that's a, i really respect that
0: yeah for sure and then unfortunately and i hate to say it because i love the little guy but i'd have to kill nelson if, if, only, <laughs> if only because I don't have the same affection for him that I have with the other two, I had to kill someone. And, uh, you know, he's kind of, he was sort of my original little kid character. Yeah. He's like, which one of the first ones I, that. yeah. And I kind of adapted a little, I kind of took him and I, I made the voice a little more pure and less gravelly. And, and that ended up being the basis for snug. Mm-hmm. And then I have this new character, lucky duck, who has become my main character in my kids show. And also has really blown up on TikTok the last couple of weeks. Um, I say really blown up, relative to me. You know what I mean. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, but, um, blown up.
1: we haven't mentioned your TikTok because uh, you know we're not at that number yet in our show. But your TikTok is running about yeah. eighty thousand uh, followers as of right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, we it's hit eighty
0: thousand today. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was like, should I mention it? Because that's really, I think, my most like notoriety online. But it's uh, great. That I just knew means it wasn't where you were at.
1: When we eventually get up to there, we can have you on again. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Um, so I don't know
0: how much I mean, I'll, I'll mention it a bit because it's kind of hard to paint the picture without it. But uh, yeah, Lucky Duck is sort of my central little kid character. So, you know, if I lost Nelson, I still have Lucky. So that's my rationale for everybody.
2: hmm. I mean, makes now, sense. When you said I hate to say it because I love the little guy, but I'd have to kill <laughs> Nelson. Uh, that is such a funny sentence. If we just clipped it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite sentence ever. My favorite sentence ever is that sentence said by a father with like 10 kids.
0: <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is, cause I do have like a lot of puppets that I've built so it's like, well, you know, if I had to uh if I had to pick out of those three you gave me, like I uh, sorry to say it, Bud, but you know, you're um Sorry, sport, but yeah, you know, you're, you're dead. there's a lot of you got a lot of flaws in the way you were built. So if I had to get rid of one, of you, it would <laughs>
1: Now I will say because he was one of my first ones. This is on me because I did originally have uh, Lucky Duck written down, but I thought, nah, he seems Lucky Duck seems too much kid oriented for me to want to include him in a game of fuck, marry, kill. But yet I let Nelson slip through the cracks.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> at least Nelson. I mean, Lucky Duck I, we host on my Facebook page, which just hit a thousand this week, and I'm mm-hmm. it's like weird because it's sort of like in its own world where I have a lot more like families following me, and then there's been a trickle from. You know, I have a lot of people coming over from TikTok to Instagram. I don't mm. promote the Facebook on TikTok almost at all uh, unless someone like says that they have kids. And I'll be like, I do a kid show on Facebook, you know, but right. um, <laughs> like I uh, but my my Instagram has the link to my Facebook in it, which might be pointless because I, I really think most of my audience is just on Facebook. I don't think I'm getting a lot over from Instagram, but I don't know. I've had right. a few people book me for um virtual puppet shows on instagram so it's definitely worth like continuing to keep it there Mm -hmm. but uh that show is like it's me and lucky duck and we do a live uh half hour kids show every saturday at 11 a.m eastern standard time and it's a new show story every every week nice and we just did our 15th episode
1: Ooh! congratulations
0: yeah thank you it's it's been cool we started i started it was like the week you know i lost uh i mean thousands of i don't even know how much i really lost um it, it, when everything got locked down, and I was like, I need to do something. So first right. thing I did was uh, I started doing um, the... I was like, I'm doing it. I created an event. I posted about it. And the first thing was like mostly people um, that knew me, but there was like a handful of families who'd come across or been referenced by friends. And then I, I've paid for ads and stuff. And I've grown a nice little following. And uh, and in the first show, someone said, do you do birthday parties? And I, that person booked me for a birthday party on Zoom.
1: Oh, very and cool. And so I've Damn.
0: done... I've done, like, probably, I don't know, at least 50 in the course of the last few months. Um Whoa. Birthday parties, yeah. Uh, so that's going really 50? well. At least, yeah. I mean, I've done shows for daycares, I've done shows for schools, I've done end-of-school celebrations, I've done a bunch of birthdays, and a couple of just, okay. like, we want a puppet show to have something fun to do with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so I've had a few weeks where I had, like, 10 or 11 in a week. Yesterday, I mean, it was a little slow for a while, but yesterday I did three. Um, you did more than one a freedom. day, yeah. And the day before, I did one plus my live show. God, yeah. I, I have a pretty like uh, busy schedule doing all these uh, lives on different places.
1: Yeah, this this was very lucky that when I asked you about today, and you were like, "Actually, I'm free all day." <laughs> so this was, the- yeah. I was gonna say, on top of all that, you have to do this
0: dumb <laughs> bullshit. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I I, I still find time to do things. Uh, so I mean, there's still so much time in the day, but I am spending about. I look at my screen time. I'm spending about 40 hours a week on TikTok right now. It's probably. Wow. Uh, not great, but, you know, I figure like right now, time is the resources that I have. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if I had been working in the way that I have to in in this industry as a freelancer and living in this city to, to make just to make my bills, let alone save or have fun, I would never have had the time to invest, you know, my my my, my page on TikTok and on Instagram and on Facebook uh, has grown because and on YouTube, too, I have 400 subscribers on YouTube. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm I'm recouping <laughs> the old channel that I'm locked out of, which had twenty five hundred. Um, oh, you're locked out of your CDM? old. One? I don't know. I, yeah, it's associated with a Yahoo email address that I no longer can log into. Oh wow! And so I can't get into it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I would love. To, I, at first, I was like, man, I have this like audience I'm not accessing, but you know, I I feel like in time I'll get past it. Um, yeah. with TikTok and everything, and I'm I'm trying to do a YouTube video a week right now, but all that has been because I've had the time to make a lot of content. I, I've made over. 500 videos on TikTok. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) Damn. Um, And I respond back to as many comments as I can. It is too much now. Um, And I do a lot of like on TikTok, you can reply to comments with videos. And I do a decent amount of those. And I go live twice a week on there. And, you know, I uh, I would not have had the time to do that when I was working in December. I did not have a day off. Wow. Until Christmas, Jesus so Holy shit. you know, like, and I worked two or three jobs most days, and I was also building puppets for clients on top of that. So it was like, I live an hour from mid- Midtown Manhattan. If mm-hmm. i if things are running kind of slow, uh, it's like forty minutes if I'm lucky. But you budget an hour. In December, it was at a point where I would have three hours between jobs and it literally made more sense for me to spend an hour on the train, build puppets at home for an hour and then spend an hour on the train going back to my second job. Wow. Um, Because that's how that's how little time I had and how much I had to get done. So if I had that kind of schedule and I do anticipate having that again, it'll be good that I've kind of gotten the established audience that I have. So if I'm only doing like a video every day.
1: Yeah. You're getting, you're getting the running head start off right now. So that by when, once you do slow down, you're, you're still ahead. Yeah. You're making the best of the quarantine. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And you know, I'm also trying to monetize it right now. I'm, I'm rolling out merch. I've got some, some merch that's going to be coming out in the next few weeks on TikTok and then on Instagram, I'll promote it too. Um, and you, also you know, sell puppets you could, too, right? Yeah, I do sell puppets. I have a store link, um, on my TikTok page, which is the same as my Instagram at puppets by Paul Mary. Um, I don't push it super hard because I really don't want my job to become making, like, little buddy-style puppets right. forever. Um, you know, I, I, I love to make... You know, I am typically build puppets for stage and film production, so it's a lot more money at, at once. And it's just something different and interesting every time versus just um, building retail puppets. I am going to look Rolling into plush. Same, yeah. yeah, I am going to look into plush at some point of some of my characters that have really gotten a following. Well, that's a good idea. But everybody, want, everybody says they want plush, and then you know, how many of them are going to order it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, right. And you have to get it made in bulk to be able to justify, you know, be able to get it down to a certain price that people are going to want to buy. So, and sometimes they even order it. Because I know that I was um, following a campaign for, I don't know if you guys know the Toily, um, or toilet, the tea paper, he's a toilet paper puppet and he's got like 1.5 million followers on TikTok. <laughs> no, I'm unfamiliar. Um, oh my God. he's like the, the Mac daddy of TikTok puppets and he's a great person. <laughs> I mean, I don't know him too well personally, but we follow each other and <laughs> his content's wonderful. And he's a super nice guy from what I've known. Um, but he finally put out a plush puppet for like 25 bucks and he had to get $400 minimum order. And, wow. uh, he, he, he exceeded that not 400, I'm sorry, 400 puppets minimum order Jesus. to be able to, to make them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And he oh he, has, he has 1.5 million following and he did, he had a month long campaign where you had to order by a certain date to get the puppets made. And then they're going to be shipped in August. Like you can't order it now. I don't think, but um, he made, he exceeded it by at least a hundred, maybe more, but it took him the whole month mm-hmm. doing videos almost right. every day about it. Um, he had a campaign where he brought in a bunch of um, really popular TikTokers. As well, And I was like, wow. So like, that just gave me some pause to go, okay, plush is probably the last thing because it just takes a lot more logistics and minimum orders. Whereas, you know, the stickers I'm going to order, I'm doing stickers first. Those are going to come soon. I'm getting, I'm waiting on the designs. Those I can order, you know, a hundred of each sticker for 10 bucks a piece. Right. You know, worse comes to worse. I'll give them away with mm-hmm. like shirts when I start those out, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. um, It's not that big of a deal. It's like, it's like business cards almost. And it could be fun just as a giveaway in, in some situations. Uh, but um, then shirts, I'm just going to do like Teespring or something. So it's just going to be, you want it, they'll put it on the shirt, they'll send it to you. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. less money than if I was to order the shirts, but it's also, I don't want to be managing retail stock. It's way better. Yeah. I just, I didn't get into being, I didn't, I didn't like get into the debt for going to drama school and then like, you know, living in this city and. And doing what I just—I I do it to do what I love, and I don't want to become a, a retail stock manager um, by way of being a puppeteer, you know.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: No offense to anyone who does that. It's just like <laughs> if I have the option, I'll let someone else handle it and make a little less money.
1: And I, I, you know, I'll speak for myself. I do mean offense to them. I, <laughs> yeah. I want if they're listening to this. Uh. <laughs> If anyone take, who manages retail doesn't know this, this is supposed <laughs> to be
0: offensive to you. Yes. Oh, God, you're going to get us canceled. Um, <laughs>
1: We're going to go down together. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I do tend to ramble. Oh, um, it's fine. We love but, um, it. We love
1: when guests have a lot to say because it makes it easier to edit. I say we, I mean me. He means yeah. Him. But
0: anyway, what what else? What else did you guys want to know about?
1: Ooh, I did have one more question. This would probably be this. This might. Oh, you ain't. He answered it already. I think so. Oh, because I was gonna say yeah, this no, might be the last did. question because I don't have anything else. <laughs> well ask it anyway. I mean it's endlessly fascinating to me. Ask ask your you question even it. though you answered it. Let's do it. My other so so I actually do have another
2: question that, that I've thought of before, but I hadn't thought of during this episode until just now. But how hard would it be to be ambidextrous and be a puppeteer? Like like so for like there are batters in the MLB who can bat righty and lefty. But would you be able to naturally switch hands and do like the same thing or would it be like extremely difficult?
0: That's a really good question. Um, it's hard. It's definitely my lip sync on my right hand is like I always say it's like someone just plugged a link from my hand to my <laughs> voice. And so I can just do it. And that takes I mean, I remember seeing an interview where Frank Oz, uh, you know, who played uh, Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy and Grover and Cookie Monster. Yoda. Um, he originated those characters. Yoda. That's true. He said, you know, it, t- it takes most people two years to get lip sync really good. And typically you lip sync with your dominant hand and then right. you have your left hand doing the uh, the rods or the um, the right the left hand of the puppet. if it's a live hand or maybe the feet or in the case of tabletop puppets, you might be actually puppeteering the butt of the puppet because if you have those two points you're kind of able to create where their center of gravity is, and you'd have two other puppeteers doing the arms and the legs. But anyway, mm-hmm. um in my kids show, I do puppeteer everybody, so often I will have a puppet on each hand, and my lip sync on my left hand is okay. But um, on camera, it's just like really hard for me to like naturally know how to look into the lens or make it go where I want it to go. It's just it's like I'm a novice again. And then but I can like fake it if I have to. But what really falls apart, my right hand has no idea how to do rod work oh oh really because huh. because two-handed ro- two rods um to make both puppets hands moving is like upside down chopsticks and there's all this subtlety you can get out of it if you hold them in a certain way which is hard to demonstrate uh with just audio but um you can get this thing where you can kind of if you push the rods one way you're you're like having the puppet gesture in the you know one direction and then you can actually like use your fingers to make it so you're moving just the wrist of the puppet so it's like he's sort of where she is sort of like elaborating and making these little gestures. Um, My right hand can't do that at all. And that's my dominant hand, but it just has my left hand is just so used to doing that work from, from 10 years of doing it Mm -hmm. that uh, so, you
1: know, I can, I
0: can be okay, but it is hard. Now, if you were an ambidextrous person, I think you'd be very well off as a puppeteer.
1: Yeah. Do you know any, do you know any ambidextrous puppeteers?
0: I probably know some, and I just don't know they're ambidextrous. I was going to say that um, that's the case.
1: They're keeping it a secret. I
0: know a few. I know a few left-handed puppeteers.
1: Do they have so, to like rewire puppets like Kurt Cobain? Yeah. Are there like left-handed that's, that's puppets funny. like there are left-handed guitars? Um, you
0: can. So sometimes, like I build my puppets to my hand, and sometimes depending how you want them to look inside, because there's all kinds of ways you can have there would be like a grip or like. Loops for your fingers or like a strap over your hand to give you like security when you're inside the head of, uh, of a hand puppet. And you can build those to preference a right hand. And I have had left-handed puppeteers put their hands inside and go, oh, this is it doesn't quite fit because there's more hand on one side than the other. And I didn't build it for that. But typically you can build them pretty neutrally. Okay. Um but yeah it does happen. When I when I when I did Snug, the reason the first reason I went to Puppet Heap was because they wanted to measure my hand.
1: Oh and, um, okay.
0: Yeah, and I also have a video which I can never put out uh, of of me with Snugs like skeleton. It was like <laughs> his foam structure with like two white fluffy ears. They hadn't dyed the foam yet cuz they were practicing. He has an ear mechanism where his ears can go up and down. Uh-huh. And then um he had this put stuffed animal the, the animal eyes that he uses. They put um in the foam just so I had a sense of what he looked like. And I actually gave them some feedback on like, well, for me, you know, I would like, and it was really cool. No one had ever asked that before. A lot of the time you just have to figure out how to perform a puppet the way it's built. Mm-hmm. But this was like, I was like, well, could the thumb grip be like half an inch back? And they were like, yeah, we can do that, which is really neat. And it was actually really funny the way my hand was and snug. It's so odd because his, uh, his ears, like I said, they were always up, but if there was like a little slide inside where you could pull them, pull it back towards your, um, palm and it made the ears go down and they were individual. So I could do one ear or the other and make him like cock his head and look confused <laughs> like a dog does. And, uh, they were, I think initially intended for me to be able to either do one or the other with my index finger they were, um, to, to give you a picture, they're like on a soundboard, a little slide adjusters on a soundboard.
1: Oh, okay. It was yeah. like that
0: but they were spring loaded to be forward and you pull it back and you're tension making tension and that pulls the ears down and then you let them go and they go back. Um, But I found that if I tried to pull both with my index, it would kind of make my hand um, shake. It was a little too much tension. So I had my index and my ring finger controlling the ears. And it became really intuitive for me that like my index finger is to the left. That's my left ear. And then my middle finger is the right. That's the right ear. And it just became like part of how I articulated. And -hmm. then there were, there were two um there were two like little loops for my in for my ring and pinky finger. But for some reason I felt uncomfortable. My hand felt weirdly limited when my Because you really want to have your hand be as loose as possible. So I would like take my pinky finger out leaving only my my ring finger actually attached to the puppet and then my pinky finger just like slowly bored a hole in the inside of the foam of his oh, head. Oh god. <laughs> and that was just and I always had my pinky up and that was just how I did the puppetry for that puppet and as a result i often will like kind of have my pinky floating up a little bit inside of puppets if there's room for that
1: <laughs> now uh what i it's find a, curious is you say you have a video of you a snug skeleton that you cannot yeah. release now is that a contractual yeah. cannot release or is the public just not ready i think it's probably both <laughs>
0: um because you know i'm a big fan of like show how it's done yeah um like you know working at the dinosaur park I tell this to all the new uh, employees. I'm like, we're not Disney. Okay. Disney will insist that it's Mickey mouse until they're blue in the face. And I respect that Disney has every, has every right to have the way they feel about their characters. And I love the magic they create, but we're not Disney. We're a science park. It's not the magic kingdom. It's the science. It's the science uh, park kingdom, whatever. So when people say, is that real? We say, what do you think? And if they say yes, then great. They get to believe it's a real dinosaur for now. But if they say no, we go, right, because what happened to the dinosaurs? They're extinct. So we use paleontology. We look at fossils and we build puppets and then robots. We have a lot of um, robotic dinosaurs as well to show you how they may have looked and how they may have moved. And isn't that really cool? And it's also it works really well for the kids who um, are kind of being like, they'll just like, that's not real. (laughs) And, you know, it can be annoying at first. But then again, remember this kid, they're a little old. They're maybe feeling like they want you to know that they're smart and that they know and you can't trick them. Mm -hmm. So instead of going like just ignoring them or kind of writing them off or being frustrated, it's like, well, yeah, you're right. And why is that? And then they're like, oh, and sometimes they walk away being excited about paleontology and the art of puppetry and robotics uh, instead of just feeling like, oh, I know Mickey's not real. And then just moving on.
1: Right. You should be like, tell Um,
0: that to my fucking landlord yeah (laughs) this thing's thing's making me rent every month yeah that's true it's pretty real i I actually there was one time where a kid a kid said something about the puppet and i don't know what i said but because this t-rex uh that we have it's a very expensive piece and i was like well it's worth more than the car you drove here in so anyway (laughs) um because it it was it was a very expensive uh puppet um that Mm -hmm. the park bought um i won't say exactly how much but we're talking like sports car thirty dollars for this thing no that's about, a thing man 90K people here. yeah people yeah yes that's that's around that neighborhood but yeah people um <laughs> that is a uh, pe- fucking yeah. wild i've never gotten to drive a uh, you know a, um uh, what you, a ferrari or whatever but i've gotten to <laughs> i've gotten to pilot this t-rex <laughs> um but yeah that's a thing people don't realize how expensive puppets are and i'm i'm like in the middle tier of guys who build out of their house you mm-hmm. know what i mean like you can probably get someone to build you a hand and rod puppet that's at least pretty good for like two to 500 bucks i'm about double that to start and then i give mm-hmm. friends a discount or there's like ways you know i can source the material or you know cheaply and go down a little bit but, well, I, but I start around pa- around a thousand people are
2: mostly paying for the labor right
0: yeah well that's the thing is like if i started a thousand for a hand and rod puppet it takes me 20 to 40 hours to make it and right. if that's including materials because sometimes they'll reimburse or we'll have a separate materials budget but it's a lot of time that's just they want a flat fee especially smaller productions mm-hmm. it's like well you know if i budget I, I i ask for 200 up front for materials i try not to spend that i try to spend as little as i can but i'll spend somewhere between 50 and 200 of that money and i'm working 20 to 40 hours and i gotta make a thousand bucks a week to live in this city right well you know it that that price starts to make a lot more sense yeah, yeah. um but what I have found, and I, I would say this for anybody who's in the arts or or really in anything, you start making what you feel you're worth when you start asking for it and you yeah. never start making it because you gave people, um, significant, I mean, yes, if people, you know, are friends or, you know, in the case of the zoom birthday parties, I have the price that I have, but some people have been like, that's a little tough for us right now. Of course I have some wiggle room on that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but people have to remember there's always unseen labor. Like my zoom birthday parties are half an hour, but I'm not making the money I'm and it's not it's not you know as much money at all. It's it's a significant discount even from my live shows, but I'm not making that money in half an hour. It takes me at least half an hour of back and forth on email or on the phone to book it. And right. it takes me half an hour to set up for the show. It takes me half an hour to do the show, and it takes me about fifteen minutes to break the show down.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like they you know pay you for a half the, an hour show, but really you're putting in about an hour forty-five.
0: Yeah, and that doesn't even count wear and tear on the puppets, building the puppets, um, the advertising, and the managing of social media, you know, like... Uh, paying taxes as well that's also a thing you know Um, you're like your
2: your sole employee of your own company it's like you start to really respect like all the work and all the materials
0: that go into like one quote unquote hour of labor (laughs) yeah and that's that's i mean that's why like and and again and then you go up from there you know these these places like monkey boys and puppet heap i mean you want a hand and rod puppet for them you're looking at maybe five to ten thousand dollars i mean or more especially if they're designing it they're making you multiples There were two snugs. I mean, I don't know. I've never been quoted an exact price, but that's my basic understanding is like if you want if you want Jim Henson Company to build you a a Muppet style puppet, you're probably looking at ten thousand dollars. And, um, you know, and I asked, I was I uh, even the arm rods. Right. I charge five dollars for an arm rod if someone wants to buy an extra one, like beyond what comes with the puppet. I'll give two with every puppet I build. But, uh, you know, some of these places charge 50 bucks. Like, that's ridiculous. Well, yeah, well, you know, you had to have someone else come in that day because we have a lot on the plate already with a bunch, and now we're building an extra arm rod uh, for this person. And we, you know, so you have to bring an extra person in, pay them for the day. Um, you know, we have the cost of materials, cost of the wood, the wire, the paint if you're painting it, the heat shrink if you're wrapping it. Um, you know, it's a little expensive, but they got to pay rent in a giant space in a major city. Yeah, so right. you know, like it, it, it's like. What I always say is, like, I would never say anyone's charging too much. If they think they can get it, they should ask. And that's great. You know? And then if someone says that's too much, then they can talk to me. And I'm a little I'm a little less expensive. <laughs> right. You know? Um, and that's why there's, like, a nice ecosystem.
1: Gotta love oh, yeah. a good ecosystem. I can honestly say, I think in this last hour, I have learned uh, more about puppets than I did in the previous 28 years of my life.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is good. Cool. I'm not complaining. That, that's that why... Is- I-
2: I, I'm hoping I'm kind of hoping for more guests like Chris because it's cool to learn like a specialty thing from somebody who like legitimately is an expert at that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like- well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's it's been a blast. And you know, like like I said, this this quarantine, I I real I started quarantine with 20 followers on TikTok. Jesus, and, like, did you really? Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I had put out a couple. I started posting like pretty regularly in February. And when I when I posted kind of what I think of to be like my first video that I was like, I'm gonna really try doing a TikTok video. That was mm-hmm. like less than twenty followers. Wow And I had I'll look I'll look right now actually. Um yeah, it's, oh, it's, that's, my that's oh that's noise it from TikTok. Is, it has so almost certainly
1: gone up since we started recording because it's been going up like crazy. Oh yeah, I'm at eighty point eight K followers right now. Um even just I've your, been getting like three... Even just your Instagram I mean, now has two more followers than when we started.
0: There's a nice trickle on Instagram. I want to get it up there. I mean, part of that is also, like I said, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You right. want to... Because, you know, Vine happened, right? Vine right. was this big thing and people got huge on it and then it was just gone. Yeah, there's uh, like a few Vine I,
1: people that like managed to make their way to YouTube and do longer form stuff, but most people that were popular on Vine... Very few. Kind of, yeah. It's
0: unfortunate. So on March 18th, I posted a video asking people to help me get to 100 followers
1: oh wow it worked
0: it did. yeah they did it you got them. congratulations yeah. man yeah i got we got him boys <laughs> we did it pack it up boys we're going home yeah it's, it's actually wild because i really thought i was like when i hit a thousand i was like i think that i can potentially get to 10k by the summertime you know like that would be cool to get to that amount it would be worth continuing to do and now it's like it's like oh i could i could hit 100k i mean it, it, tiktok is crazy it could always stall out yeah. um but yeah my goal my goal on t- on instagram was 1000 now it's going to be 2000 and i'm probably going to do a musical like every 1000 for a while uh-huh. um and i actually have to prep that i guess tomorrow <laughs> um cuz it's it is improvised but my plan is i'm going to um go to the place i get royalty free music from and i'm gonna pick the songs the instrumental songs yeah um and just have an arc of like here's an intro sounding song here's a you know call to action sounding song here's the villain song here's the action scene you know i just have an arc with the music and then i'll get the suggestions from the chat yeah isn't that guy's name mcleod oh i don't know yes kevin (laughs) mcleod Yeah, oh yeah, I still use him. Yeah, I mean, use me, him? me too.
1: But it's 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 funny to, to that guy. Really, speaking of the Wiggles changing the face of children's music, Kevin McLeod really made, did something to internet music. Like,
2: oh yeah, guy, I mean, he's everywhere. Prolific legend.
1: Yeah. Uh, and a reminder: if anyone listens to this, the day that it goes up, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, July 1st, and you heard this whole thing, and you're hearing me speak now, and it's not 9:30 Eastern yet. Go to go go to Chris's uh, Instagram page to see that live musical. That's all I wanted to say.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. We're gonna we're gonna have fun. I don't know which puppets I'm
1: gonna use yet. I don't know which. Um, oh man, you're gonna improvise the I don't cast know what, too. I like that. Yeah. Well,
0: I have uh, people ask me how many puppets I have a lot. I don't know if I'm. Are we going too long? I'm sorry if, if you guys need to, need me to like shut up and. No, we're wrap wrapping it up. But you're sound.
1: good. Yeah, we don't need you okay, to shut um, up. But uh, we can we can end pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. People did. Uh, well, I could talk with you guys forever. This is
0: fun. Uh, <laughs> um. People, people ask me like a lot, how many puppets do you have? And I honestly didn't know. And so I did a video where I attempted to count them all. And it it, it took me like, it was one of the most high effort, like TikToks I ever made. It took me three hours. Wow. Because I was just shooting, I, I used a cover that my friend did of bad guy, you know, the Billie Eilish song. Yeah. But she did it all with, um, instruments, like things from her kitchen, <laughs> which is kind of cool. She's really talented. And, uh, yeah, we, I did that and, um, I just thought I was just like oh well that's like there's so much like little clipped like beats and little syllables in that song it'll be good for just like using a puppet for each one and there mm-hmm. were 91 puppets in that video jeez and it didn't include a couple things I have doubles of and a couple and like a bunch of like shadow puppets and and then a few um, a couple of re- like store ball watt puppets that I, I forgot I had but basically so now the answer is like over a hundred but yeah, uh, in terms safe. of like the regular the regular cast is like. 15 to 20 uh-huh. puppets that like I like. I use them a lot. Um and then there's like a core ten probably that I use and uh-huh. that people really like. I mean That's still a lot. Yeah, Lo- yeah Lloyd, Lloyd, Isaac, Buddy, Lucky Duck, Mumford, Corey, coronavirus, Petey <laughs> the Pig, Tom the Wolf, Patricia. Those are the ones that sort of oh, and Blue obviously. So that's like 10. That, mm-hmm. ha- that I, I use, like, pretty regularly and are, um, like, have a certain following where people, like, know their names. It's weird. Like, it's weird to have characters that I'll put up a video and dozens of people whose screen names I don't recognize in the least will know their names.
1: Well, that, that's, that's really cool, though. And even how to spell them. Like, words
0: I made up. Like, Isaac <laughs> spelled E-Y-E or Blusif. Like, these words don't exist. The hashtags <laughs> I use the hashtags, which is really cool because essentially it kind of shows you how many views that puppet has gotten. And like Lucif is like at one point, six million views altogether. Oh, weird. Wow. On TikTok. Yeah. And Isaac would be at that, but I didn't hashtag the one video he has with like over half a million views.
1: Uh, he's probably mad um, at you for that.
0: Yeah, he's, you know, I mean, he is just a baby. He He doesn't <laughs> really know what's going on so much he's just a weird monster baby and it's so funny He oh, good thing i didn't include him in yeah yeah i would have been hard to hard to do any of those to him <laughs> he's a really funny one because like a lot of these characters man a lot of these characters i haven't touched like since around that time like that you and i hung out and you saw a bunch of them really? um or shortly after when i built them yeah because i was you know i've been really lucky to have a lot of work building puppets for other people but it kind of saps your energy for wanting to sit down and spend um a bunch of time on a puppet that. uh You're not going to immediately get any sort of profit out of. And and just because like, oh, well, you know, whenever I'm building puppets, especially if I'm working on projects outside of it, I'm like, man, I can't wait to come home from work and not have to work. You know, like I can't wait to like come home, but I'm actually done instead of being like, well, I'm home. I better like eat real quick and then spend three to ten hours uh, building. Mm hmm um so but that's what's nice about quarantine too i built a bunch of puppets for myself in quarantine and uh yeah that's been great but um isaac i built him he just it was eight years ago uh this month that i built him and i haven't touched him pretty much since then he doesn't he doesn't work for my kids show because he is kind of creepy looking so <laughs> on a lark i made like a a weird tiktok where he was supposed to be creepy and people were like and I was like, the joke, I was like, oh, he's like just a baby. He wants to be friends. I was like, that's kind of funny. He's this like creepy creature, but he's a baby and people love him. They took <laughs> to him. They, 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 they like we protect him at all costs. I would die for Isaac. I get these comments all the well, time. Like,
1: they say they, they recognize that they themselves are creepy, creepy beings that just, are, yeah. they're just babies. They yeah, relate. exactly.
0: And, and so they, and so they love him. And so I've done all these audios with him on TikTok Cause that's like kind of the big thing is, uh, using other other audios and like where he is this like i do like audios of people's kids that have gone viral and like have him doing it (laughs) um and he actually has like become and lloyd as well lloyd uh again i built him like four years ago for a web series that never happened and you know i never had any real reason to use him although he has been in my kid's show once but uh yeah like it's been amazing that these characters They just have this life and I've developed them so much by going live with them and and making up things, things for them and finding good things for them to do. It's like, oh, I have these like characters now that I would never I would never want to wait another five years before I did something with any of these guys now.
1: Mm -hmm. That truly feels like the end goal to anyone who is making characters is to have someone say, I would die for this character.
0: yeah like my characters have fan bases it's yeah. it's crazy you know and um one thing i'm challenging myself to do more of now so look out for that on instagram and on on tiktok is going to be uh i want to do more um original audio like i released a sketch yesterday where all my followers were trapped in a well and i put like a toilet paper tube over the camera mm-hmm. you know and so three of my characters were just sort of like dealing with the fact that all of them were in this well <laughs> And it was like a, you know, 45 second long little sketch. And I was like, I feel it it did pretty well. And I felt really good about that because I was like, look, I'm not using a song or a trending audio, which is fun to do, Um, especially because I typically put my own spin on it. Like, what does it mean for this character to do it? What does it mean if a puppet does it? You know, Mm -hmm. whatever. But uh, I love changing the context. And that's very much. I mean, you look at old Muppet sketches. They would take, you know, these these old songs and they would do them with a puppet that was wrong for the song somehow and that changes it and makes a joke so i don't feel bad about that at all but it is fun to get to use their voices more and flesh out their personalities more uh through you know original sketches uh as well so yeah it's a lot of fun yeah it's my challenge to myself recently
1: it sounds like a lot of fun i'm very happy for what your career has become yeah, that's sweet. Thank man. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to have this extra dimension of the the mild virality to it. Cuz you know, I was really fortunate to be making a living doing it for yeah. a few several years now, but now it's like, well, not only do I get to go work on this uh little film project, but then I can post a video of me messing around in between takes right. on TikTok and get like 10,000 views or something you know you it's know? just
1: how it's they're they're obviously not comparable because it's two different aspects to this uh, career but how many people have said they would die for T-Rex you know
0: exactly that's, that's true. true a lot but, of people think that they would die because of T-Rex <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah although i put a few videos of her on on TikTok and people like her too so i'm excited uh, i mean we don't know what the deal is yet about exactly when we're opening um, mm-hmm. the season. But fingers crossed, uh, they're looking at July dates right now. Um, we'll see. But uh, I sure hope to be back there uh, very soon and just for the sake of the work, but also because it'll be fun to make videos there. I have a bunch of audios saved that aren't even trending anymore, but I'm like, I don't care. I think they'd be fun to do with the rex I'm going to do them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's good because once you can uh, start making more TikTok videos with T-Rex, eventually someone will say that they will die for T-Rex.
0: Yeah, because well, she is, she's only trying right to too. Yeah. <laughs> go Late for it. Lay on your life. I'll die for T-Rex.
1: There you go. T appreciates your I'll protection. I'll take a bullet.
0: <laughs> wow. What else? Wow, else would thank you thank die you.
1: for T-Rex? I'll take a sword swipe. <laughs> <laughs> a sword swipe. <laughs> what, just a swipe? I don't think that's enough. I mean, what give me ah, detail on the swipe. This would be in the right spot. What spot? Neck. Okay, that would do it. Yeah, so sh-
2: shut up, asshole. <laughs> well,
1: Chris, thank it. you again for coming on and telling us all about all about all of this and for reminiscing at the top. That was fun, too. All of this has been good for me. This has been great. This is really, uh, you know, been fun. Thank you both so much for having me on. It's great to um,
0: catch up with you, Jeremy. Great to talk to you for the first time, Rocco. Yeah, You're nice a really awesome person, to too. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to maybe talk to you guys again very soon.
1: Yeah, that'll be yeah. fun. Let's let's try and watch friends. that show. So, oh
0: yeah. yeah, let's be friends again. Let's be friends again. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were, but let's be like friends yeah. that talk to each other,
1: right? And you know, that's just the message like of this whole show. Everyone listening to this, let's be friends again. You know, yeah,
0: let's be friends again. Think you guys. about
1: someone that you you used to be close with and you want to reach out to again, and just reach out to them and ask them to be on your podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll work. That's a great. If you have a podcast, it's a great way to reconnect with someone.
1: <laughs> yes, and that was my plan all along. This has been uh, <laughs> the another final fan. episode. <laughs> <laughs> the final so episode sure. of Social Climbers. My goal has been achieved. No, we got to get Katy Perry real quick. Chris, do you think we can get Katy Perry? I think so. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So that, that I concludes- think your
0: incremental approach is really going to work, honest. I mean, honestly, if you if you, if you smart. if you keep climbing, yeah. yeah, and if you keep going, then you'll be at someone with like what, half a million followers less than her or less than that, maybe 100,000 followers and it's like, "Katie, come on. We she got wherever that was." At that point. Yeah,
1: it's like eventually yeah. we we have to if we keep doing this and we continue the incremental increase we have to eventually find someone who is personal friends with katie perry and can get her on yeah yeah and
0: i mean with twitter you know you can you can if you you know you'll keep building the following for the podcast people will tweet at her all the time until she does it yeah well, the best is gonna if be, be the best to ask- is
2: gonna be when jeremy has to ask her to download audacity
0: <laughs> that's gonna be fun yeah you might you may want you may want to you know um find another way of recording yeah, just that, in case At that point, <laughs>
1: we'll probably have to find another thing uh but <laughs> we'll pay for the fucking free trial or something that
0: <laughs> oh speaking of which should i just put my recording on is like behind the scenes i guess should i put my recording on uh on like google drive or what oh i'll just so have you exactly.
2: email to me what to do right after we say goodbye to our friend craig
1: oh yes so that, that uh, the final thing we do on every episode you know craig has been in here this whole time listening to us we say goodbye to him i've noticed oh, okay so uh goodbye craig goodbye craig bye craig And that's how we end an episode.